Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, giving leaders the tools and information they need to grow and change their world. Now here's your host, Dale Dixon. So you say you're not creative. This is the Complete Leader Podcast. It's everything you need to become a high-performing leader. On today's show, Courtney Fighter is a creative disruption strategist. She's a speaker. She's a leadership advisor with Price Associates. Courtney works with her clients to identify and shape new leaders, filling the growing leadership gap with creative next-level thinkers. Courtney, great to have you on the podcast today. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So let's talk about your background real quick. Okay. Give, give the folks listening an idea of where you come from and why creativity. Yeah. Um, you know, I grew up a self-taught artist and so I always did it, but I sort of never validated it until I was a senior in high school and took my first formal art class. And I was, so we're talking art as in canvas and, uh, fine art. Yes. I was doing, um, a lot of drawing and mixed media work, painting watercolor in particular. And then in high school, senior year was offered an opportunity to step into some high level art classes and was told, Hey, you're an artist. And I kind of went, okay. Um, and I became an art major and then I didn't take that through to my final degree, but I did focus on it in one part in college. I worked in corporate marketing agency work, but I just always wanted to go back to creativity as a concept and it was a thread through everything. So, um, you know, just stopping that creative prohibition for me and reconnecting with that creative self and staying connected with that has offered me a lot of leadership opportunity. And I look forward to passing that on to other people. Tell me about that transition between you, you went from student, uh, creative artist, but how have you gone into helping businesses and leaders become creative? Um, my, de- my base degree was really focused on education and also essentially bootstrap marketing and PR for um, public health. So I learned how to do everything kind of on a shoestring. And I went to work in corporate marketing first. And so I learned hardcore business. And then I moved from pharmaceutical research industry to high tech. So very hardcore corporate, but I was always the most creative person in the room. And I was really kind of, you know, sort of squashed. Courtney, not now, that's too much, too creative, too much. And um, I kind of always had this feeling that someday my moment would come. And in the last several years, it's become very clear after 10 years as an agency owner and various other things that all of my clients have needed this aspect of creative guidance from me and kind of matching it up with operations and business strategy. And I've done that for decades with various different organizations and my own clients. But um, it's really just been the last several years that the industry and organizations have started to realize that creativity really can be added to the business agenda as an asset and improve the bottom line. Great. We get to spend three episodes with you going diving deep into this whole idea of creativity. So we're looking forward to that. Today, though, uh, the title of the podcast is So You Say You're Not Creative. Mm -hmm. And I've got to ask the question, have you met somebody who is not creative as you work with these leaders? I get a lot of pushback on this because a lot of people try to tell me I'm really not creative. But I have to say, when I break it down for them in the way that I break things down with certain types and categories for creativity, I can find some people that are less creative or more minimally creative by one category, but nobody who's not creative at all. Do I hear you say people really tamp it down inside of themselves? The moment they say, I'm not creative. 
Yes, there's, I think, an epidemic of creative prohibition, particularly mm. in older age groups. And by older, I mean everybody, not millennial. Um, so millennial and down tend to be much better at embracing their creativity, especially the younger group that is very young now that will come up later. But the baby boomers, Gen Xers are all kind of in this create, and I'm one of those. And I had to break through that. And everybody I know who's gotten through it has had to go through a process of really unblocking that prohibition and going, all right, I admit I'm creative and now I can use it as an asset. So have you seen the studies where they, they take a look at kids and they watch the creativity levels basically nosedive as they go through the education system? Yeah. Is that... Are, have we spent so much time creating this formal education system that it it tampers down the creativity as as we move up through it? I think or, it's or both w- nature and why? nurture okay. in that. You know, I think in some cases it's how it's nurtured in an environment like school or home. In some cases, it's nature because some people that genuinely in their soul believe they're an artist will stick with it regardless, and they sort of have to produce no matter which way. And those are of my five types of creatives, typically the artist type. Um, and there are four other types, though, of creatives that people can fall in, you know, creativity people can fall into. Uh, but, yeah, I think it, it is partially that. And some of it's peer-oriented and mm. environment. You know, a lot of times it's not cool to be an artist or to be creative or it's only cool in certain respects. Or people think they have an expectation from their family or to be a productive member of society to squash this and become an engineer or squash this and become a physician. But what I'm arguing is is that artists exist in every profession and leader you know artist leaders and um, creative leaders exist in in every line of work it really is a matter of the mindset of how they go into that leadership so I wanted to dive down that rabbit hole so to speak so that the leader listener mm-hmm. starts to think because the, these conversations for the complete leader are, are all about paradigm shifts right and, and this and is a big one and and going deep into this concept I think is really important for leaders so so for people who might still be hung up on this idea help us understand and define for us what creative means in the workplace right so creative in the workplace I think is using creativity as an engine for what we call innovation or progress or you know differentiation I guess so if you look at it that way when people sort of own this type or own this and let go of that idea that they're not creative um, most organizations you talk to these days will say they want to be innovative but a lot of them don't have the process or the sort of fuel or steps to get sort of to and through innovation and I'm saying creativity is that thing it's the thing that a leader can embrace um, that helps them really put process and organization and steps to innovation so that they get through it and they actually have an outcome on the other side that benefits the business so you've set that up well we're going to dive into those steps in a later podcast but today we're taking the foundational approach and how do I foster creativity in myself as a leader what are some of those things, uh, the takeaways that the, the person listening to this who says, I'm a leader in my company, regardless if it's 10 employees, 100 employees, 1,000 employees, mm-hmm. it's important that that leader be creative. Yeah. We've, and we've set that, we've, we've laid out a case for that. Right. And, and we've laid out the case, I think, too, that it's you know, sometimes relatively difficult. So sometimes made easier, I guess, if you have specific steps to take, right? So mm-hmm. in that case, what I find is when people are able to take some kind of behavioral assessment, and there's one offered uh, by pri- all the Price Associates, um, that's very comprehensive and really helps 
sort of empiricize or give empirical, empirical fact to how they think and how they behave as an individual, that's a great base. And that's sort of the factual side. And then from that, we can measure things like their sensitivity, how they work with other leaders, and how they approach different issues. And like we said, we're going to go into in another um, session, the different creative types, all those things together help lay a baseline and a foundation. So they can sort of see where the holes are, see they can best be supported and see how they can best support others. And that's a disc assessment. Yes, a disc, disc and talent insights typically. Okay, yeah. so number one on the list to start facil or start bringing out creativity would be mm -hmm. the assessment piece. I think so because it sets a foundation. Then we can be kind of creatively riff on the foundation and start exploring how they can be different. Next thing to get creativity. Um, in, it, in a leader. Right. Uh, practicing global thinking. And by that, I mean a couple of things. One is just thinking more broadly about concepts or um, kind of universalizing the way that you reach uh, a decision as a leader, but also literally going out and traveling or working with people from other countries or broadening your horizon with the way that you engage with the rest of the world, because business truly is global now. And um, that sort of getting outside of your comfort zone, I guess, with your business approach is really, really important to exercise and creativity on a daily basis. So I hear you say something along the lines of pushing myself to learn something new that's outside the scope of what I'm accustomed to. Geographically, uh, people be, uh, get introduced to new people, different ways of thinking. Right. And I would even go so far as to say definitely with other countries, not other countries. just outside of the comfort zone of your particular business or your state even, but really farther than that um, with trying to expose yourself, even if it's a vacation, just exposing yourself to a new perspective and then adjusting your way of thinking the next time you approach a problem. Global thinking, next on the list. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing I would say out of the three items is is really just uh, documenting one thing you got out of each day creatively. And it doesn't have to be something super groundbreaking. It can just be a learning. Just one thing you got that day for 20 minutes. And I like to ask people to do this on literal pen and paper, um, even though a lot of people like to use notes programs in their computer and things like that for, for other pieces. This is good to have a hard journal for and just keep one space where you write these things down. And what I've noticed is when people track that, they look at that over a series of months or a year or further, they're able to exercise a new way of, of looking at finding those common threads um, with what they're learning and how they're sort of innovating on a daily basis. Okay. So the three steps to foster creativity in the leader, number one, start with an assessment to get a baseline, practice global thinking, and that requires moving out of your comfort zone. Yeah, for sure. Visiting a different country and then record one thing you learned every day and you say writing it down, pen and paper is really important in that process. And where people are comfortable, even if they don't perceive themselves to be good at drawing or sketching or doodling, making some kind of a, um, you know, an icon or a drawing or a, even just a little doodle around that is good because it just exercises a different proficiency. Fantastic. Courtney, we're going to have more conversations with you in the coming weeks here on the Complete Leader Podcast. If folks want to reach out to you, uh, send you an email, get some clarification, uh, talk to you, what's the best way to reach you? I'm available through the Price Associates website. Um, I have a profile there and my email address is there. And I'm also on social media on Instagram and Twitter as Courtney Fighter. Okay. And we spell your last name F-E-I-D-E-R. Yes. It's the German spelling. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so reach out, say hi to Courtney, and we're going to have more conversations coming up. By the way, it's Price, 
www.thepriceassociates.com, the way to get to the Price Associates website. If this podcast has been helpful to you, be sure and go into iTunes, subscribe, write a review, and rate it. Hopefully, we have earned a five-star rating from you. That will help make this visible to other folks and the information available to more people. We would appreciate that. Uh, And until next time, this is the Complete Leader Podcast. Everything you need to become a high-performing leader. Thanks for listening to the Complete Leader Podcast. Find more online, thecompleteleader.org. 